listening to the Tenkara Cast. This is a short cast where we talk for just a few minutes about your favorite subject, Tenkara. This episode is made possible by your purchase of Tenkara USA rods, lines, and flies. everyone, thanks for tuning in again to the Tenkara Cast. In today's short cast, I'm going to be talking about the gear that I use beyond the rod, line, and fly that we always tell you about. Uh, but before I commence on my uh, going through my list of equipment that I use or wear, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to the episodes that I've been putting out. Uh, we've actually just had about 6,000 listens in about two weeks uh, if you uh, haven't listened to the other episodes, we actually have six other episodes already published and available for you to listen to. You can subscribe in iTunes. If you just look up Tenkara, you find Tenkara Cast in iTunes as well. Uh, but thank you so very much for listening, for sharing it with your friends, and for all the feedback that you've been giving us about uh, how much you're enjoying the, the podcasts. But in any case, uh, without further ado, I'm going to talk a little, a little bit about the gear that I use because I, that's the kind of question that I get really often. Like, what is your preferred this? What do you prefer for that? And I figure I'll probably just make an episode and I can point people to, to this as a resource uh, because I am, I do have some very specific gear that I like. Uh, typically, when I find something that I like, I tend to stick with it and I do experiment for quite a while and then when I, or sometimes, and when I find something that really works well, uh, oftentimes I might even buy a couple just in case it gets discontinued because I am the kind of person that if I find something, I really want to stick with it. Uh, but if I were to look at all the stuff that I wear and take with me, let's say from top to bottom, from my head to my feet, uh, I'll start with my hat. Um, I change hats all the time. It depends on what is easily available at home. But the only thing that I am very particular about is that he has the whatever hat I use should have a dark under bill, if you call it that. Uh, the underside of the hat should be dark because that does kind of reduce the reflection into your eyes coming from above. So the Tenkara USA hats that we have available, the trucker hats, uh, they do have that. And uh, those are usually the ones that I use, but uh, that's my main criteria for when I'm selecting hats. And then be, uh, below that, probably the most important um, item beyond my rod line and fly is going to be my sunglasses. Uh, polarized sunglasses are incredibly important, in my opinion, when you go fishing, in particular mountain streams. What polarized sunglasses do is that they cut the glare and they really allow you to see through the water really well, uh, oftentimes. Uh, they're also very important for me when I'm driving because it cuts kind of the reflection that happens on your uh, windshield that, you know, sometimes is reflecting the dashboard. So very important to have polarized sunglasses. I have been using native sunglasses for a long time. So if you look up native eyewear, and I'll put all the links to the gear that I use on our website, tenkarausa.com forward slash podcast. Uh, I've been using Native for years. There's a couple of things that I really like about them. They're some of the lightest sunglasses that I know of. Very, very lightweight frames. Uh, they have some really good, um, almost frameless uh, sunglasses that, you know, where the bottom half of the frame is not there. 
not all the glasses that they make are like that, but the ones that I like are like that. They're the um, the model that I use right now is the Hardtop Ultra. It fits my face really well. Uh, and the, the Hardtop um, XP, I think it was called, the Extra Protection, was really good as well, a little bit wider than the Ultras. Uh, but those have interchangeable lenses, so I can have lenses that are a little bit lighter color, some that are darker. Uh, and of course, they're all polarized uh, lenses for the, the native puts out. The when it comes to lenses too, the lenses that I typically prefer to have on are the copper color uh, polarized sun lenses. And I find that copper is a really good color lens to retain most of the colors uh, from nature. Uh, they don't change colors a whole lot. And I find that I can use it when it's bright out as well as, it, as when it starts getting dark. The, the gray lenses are really good too, but when it starts getting dark, you either have to change lenses or stop using sunglasses. And I find that with copper, uh, I'm able to keep the, the one set of lenses pretty much all day. So that's what I use right now, the native sunglasses with Hardtop Ultra, uh, copper lenses. Um, be below that, you know, before, uh, after my, uh, sunglasses, of course, I would have my waders if I'm, if I'm waiting, if I'm just going on a hike, I might not really carry waders. I might just be wet waiting or stay on the shore. But very often if I'm going somewhere and I want to really fish, I'm going to wear waders. Um, the ones that I use are the Orvis, um, Silver Sonic waders, and they have this really cool, welding system that they use with the, uh, the sonic welding system at Orvis um, that really kind of makes his waders very durable. I tend to fish in places that have a lot of rocks and I'm constantly rubbing against those rocks. Um, in most of the seams that most waders I've tried in the past, they tend to start failing after a while. These ones I find that they've been lasting me quite a while and they've been really good waders. Uh, and the Silver Sonic I don't know if there's different models, but I use the convertible ones. Uh, it's kind of nice because when it gets warmer, I just wrap it tight around my waist and I don't have the whole coverage on my chest and that kind of thing. Um, beyond the waders, uh, of course, I would be using uh, wading boots. And the ones that I've been using are the corkers. Um, the model is the Devil's Canyon. Um, and those are really lightweight uh, boots. Uh, another thing about durability, just like with my waders, the stitching on these boots, it is protected in a little channel that they uh, they kind of carve onto the boot. And the stitching goes in there, and again, for the kind of environment where there's a lot of rocks, you're constantly kind of hitting and brushing against rocks, I have found these to be incredibly durable. Um, I used to use another brand of boots, and I, I went through like three pairs of them one year. Um, and I was able to get replacements, but I kind of got tired of having to replace my boots. So I decided to give these ones a try. They're some of the lightest boots in the market, I think. Um, and they've lasted me. I've had them for almost two years and they still look really, really good uh, with the same hard use as, as always. And the other cool things about the Corker's Devil's Canyon, uh, one is that they have the BOA system. The BOA system is the little disc that you just kind of turn to tighten and you know some some of you might be familiar because they're commonplace in like snowboarding boots for example make it really really quick for me to tighten the boots and also to take the boots out at the end of the day 
The other cool thing I like about the Corkers Devil's Canyons and all the Corkers boots, actually, uh, they have interchangeable soles. And with those soles, you can, for, for example, you can have a felt sole. And if you're in a real slick kind of place and you're very new to fishing, you can also put like rubber soles. The ones that I use, the ones that are almost always on onto my boots are the Vibram uh, soles. I think they're called the Hydro Grip. And I find that those rubber soles, they have the really perfect combination for what I need. Um, I like rubber over felt and other materials for a lot of different reasons. Uh, for one, if I'm hiking, uh, they're not, they have a lot of good traction on mud, grasses, and that kind of thing. Um, also on dry rock, uh, they really grip very well. And these ones, the Vibram Hydro Grip, I find that they really grip well on wet rock as well. So the felt sole, for example, you know, it's really good. It's going to be really good on wet rock. But sometimes if you're walking on dry grasses, mud, and definitely snow, it's like a pain in the neck because the snow kind of sticks to it. Um, so I find that the Vibram kind of rubber soles kind of do it all. It's a really good uh, combination of everything that I like on a pair of boots. I don't like to use studs on them because I find that I slip a little bit too much on dry rock and they make a lot of noise and I just don't feel like I need it. I, you know, I just make sure that I have very sure placements on my feet and kind of move slowly when I'm in a more slippery environment. Now, went through the hats, sunglasses, waders, and then boots. And then there's some other stuff that I'll carry with me uh, sometimes. If I'm carrying a few, uh, few things with me, I may be carrying a pack. Uh, you know, for example, if I have to have a rain jacket, gloves, uh, more lunch food, you know, if it's going to be a longer day out, I'll have a backpack with me, especially if I have more people that I'm taking out. Um, and I kind of go back and forth between a couple of packs that I find that I really like. There's the Vedavu uh, Tightline Sling Pack. It's really good if I have to have like a little water filter, a um, little lunch and some snacks and a few extra little things. And I'm you know, maybe I don't have my waders on, which I usually use as a little kangaroo pouch. Um, but the Vedavu Tightline Sling Pack is really comfortable. It's one of the very few sling packs that is minimal kind of design, uh, but it's also really comfortable on my shoulder. I usually don't like sling packs, but I like that one. And then if I need to carry a little extra volume, like a rain jacket, for example, or a few more things, um, I found that I really like the one by Zimmer, uh, Chris Zimmer. Uh, his company is called Zimmer Built. Uh, he's got this pack called a Tail Water, and it's kind of like a little bucket design. It's got a couple of spaces on the sides for Tenkara rods, so you, you can have two Tenkara rods in there. So if I'm taking somebody along with me or carrying extra things, I like to carry that pack. Um, beyond the pack, and sometimes let's say what's going to fill my pack a little bit, I have found that when I'm going fishing, I always need water. And one of the best things that I've discovered in recent years was the, the little tiny portable water filters. Essentially, instead of carrying a big bladder of water, you're going to be in water all day long anyways a lot of times. Uh, so if I'm going to be in the water, I'm just going to carry a tiny little filter um, that I can either attach to a water bottle, a small water bottle, or used directly uh, to drink directly from the stream. And the filter that I like to use is the Aquamira Frontier Pro filter. It's a very sleek uh, design. It's not much fatter than a real kind of thick marker. 
uh, ultra lightweight. It has a little bite valve with a little cover, which I really like. And the flow is excellent. Uh, there's some filters in the market that might filter extra stuff like viruses. Uh, but this one, I really like the combination of the water flow that he has. Uh, just a real nice design as well. If I'm going to be in the water the entire time, I might just carry the filter. If I'm going to be walking any distance or if I don't want to be kneeling down, you know, uh, to drink water from the stream, what I do usually is carry the Aquamira Frontier Pro along with a half a liter platypus foldable bottle. I mean, there's a bunch of different brands out there. They all kind of do the same thing, but it's got a standard thread cap. Uh, that I can attach my filter to. It's just a it's a foldable um, um, bladder, only half a liter, so I can like roll it up nice and tight and put it in a pocket if I'm not using it. Um, so a combination of the Frontier Pro with a little platypus a half a liter bottle, I find that that works really well for me uh, when I'm going out. The other things that I have with me, and I'm not really particular about them. I've been playing with a lot of different gear, but three items that I tend to carry with me, um, especially if I'm going on a longer outing, I like to have a little knife. Um, recently, and I've got tons of knives and I play with them a lot, but recently I picked up this little Gerber uh, knife that has a rubberized uh, body to it. So it's really nice because it's not very slippery at all. And, uh, and I also can put it in the same pocket as my cell phone, for example, and not get it scratched. So that's kind of a nice little feature about the knife. Uh, besides the knife, I like to carry a little fire starter uh, kit if I'm going out for a little longer. If there's any possible way that I might get lost somewhere, um, which is not unknown to happen occasionally for me, and I like that, actually. <laughs> I'll talk about that some other day. Uh, but I like to carry a little Ziploc bag very small one, like, uh, you know, it's probably about three inches long by, f or four inches by three maybe. And what I put in there is a little kind of uh, sparkler and some lint, you know, and that kind of gives me something that I can fall back on if I really need to ever spend the night. Luckily, I haven't really ha had to use it as an emergency, but if you're out there and you're wet and you're cold and there's a chance you might not find your way back, that's a really good thing to have. And then I like to have a whistle. I don't have any particular whistles that I like, but it's always good to, idea to carry um, a little whistle. I've seen a lot of different rescue kind of cases where you know people are trying to shout over the sound on the stream, and they of course cannot be heard. And I've seen several cases where people are actually saved uh, by the use of a whistle because people can hear much farther. And if you don't have much strength, for example, you can always blow on a whistle, and make some noise. So that kind of concludes, I think, my list of gear besides the Tenkari Yosei rods, lines, flies that I carry with me, uh, my waders, uh, you know, my native sunglasses, my Orvis Silver Sonic waders, my Corkers Devil's Canyons boots, and then my packs, either from Vedavu or Zimmer Built. And then, of course, a hat. The, I like the Tenkari Yosei hats, of course. Uh, a little water filter, a uh, water bottle, a little knife sometimes. Um, a whistle and a little fire starter kit and usually some snacks with me too. But that's it. So, and I should disclose to you that all of this gear, it's stuff that I found over the years on my own and I've paid full price for many of it. Um, sometimes, you know, the companies like uh, Native, Orvis and Corkers, uh, they have hooked me up with, either with a good discount or a couple of times sent me 
a few little items, but it's really something that I would recommend. I don't get paid to talk about this, and I'd recommend it wholeheartedly, whether I got it for free or not, because I was using it before. Uh, but I should let you know that, yes, I have gotten some of their stuff, and usually because I liked the stuff so much, and I kind of asked them, like, hey, is there any chance I could get a little uh, connection here? But um, I should disclose that I do get some of that sometimes. Um, let us know what you like for your gear. Uh, if you go to tenkaiusa.com forward slash podcast and you look up this episode, the short cast, uh, all about gear, and let us know, leave a comment, tell with, uh, tell other people what you like to carry with you, with you when you go fishing. If you like this episode of the Tenkara cast, as well as the other episodes we have published so far, please take a second and leave us a review in iTunes so that, uh, we know how we're doing and other people know that uh, our episodes are actually okay. So thanks for doing that and until next time. I remember when every day seemed different than the one that came before. The one that came before. I could hardly wait to greet the day up and out the door. The leaves are falling, the woods are calling. So there's a small part of the song called Limbo by Takenobu. Check out his music at takenobumusic.com.